Hello, lovelies. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me this month. Um, it's April. It's April 1st, which is uh, April Fool's Day. But this is not a joke. This is very serious. Nah, it never is. Uh, this episode is um, I'm totally stoked to welcome Kristen Archer. Um, she is the creator of I Heart Hamilton. And if you don't know who that is and you live in the hammer, I'm judging you a little bit. She's kind of Hamilton royalty. Um, Kristen is a journalist, blogger, radio host and Hammond Arts Promoter. You can find Kristen on Instagram under Tourist Metaphor and on all socials under I Heart Hamilton. And of course, check out her blog by the same name and radio show by the same name on McMaster's CFMU on Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. Um, I, I guess sort of, you know, uh, before we get into any kind of any discussions about things, I have some sort of like introductory questions for you. Um First thing is that I actually don't really know if you uh, grew up in Hamilton. Were you born in Hamilton? Did you grow up here most of your life? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was born and raised in Hamilton. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I lived here all my life, more on the east end of things. And then I, uh, yeah, went to high school and everything, went to McMaster, uh, lived at home while I went to Mac, and yeah, always stayed in Hamilton. Cool, yeah. yeah. Um, what What kind of like music and I guess art as well did you grow up around what kind of stuff did your family play in the house like what early influences did you have and do you feel as though that impacted your personal taste today yeah I think uh some of my earliest memories of music I think is like musicals and musical theater that's what I think mm. of growing up with um, either going to see live theater or listening to set movie musical soundtracks for sure. That was a huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, my parents definitely took me to, as a kid to like different shows, different children's shows or, or even bigger concerts. I know we went to like the HPO here in Hamilton and um, Theater Aquarius. So I, I definitely was around like live performance and always really loved seeing things live in particular. Um, mm -hmm. And then once I started like going to shows myself as a teen and everything, that was always so important to me, like experiencing live music um, and really seeing how important that is and, and wanting to be part of like a music community and, and seeing how important that was to support local musicians. Um, that was like important to me since being a teenager, really just kind of 16 years old, hitting the, the bars, all ages shows. Um, that was always really important to me. So it really was like, music was always uh, I was such a fan of uh, growing up and, and just continued. Yeah. yeah. What kind of shows were you going to like as a teenager and uh, and kid? Like uh, what kind of like local acts were you seeing? Yeah, I think probably the earliest stuff was probably like at the YWCA concerts mm -hmm. is what I remember, like different like indie rock and, and punk shows, that kind of thing. And then actually started going to um, this band that I was a fan of. Uh, from the St. Catharines area. So I started going that way first and went to right. different local shows um, in St. Catharines and Welland and followed this one band around uh, for a few years. And then I kind of started doing the same thing in, in Hamilton and, and turning my attention to local bands here. Um, and th when I think of Hamilton, definitely like rock bands early on and also like a lot of singer songwriter stuff. Um, Hamilton mm -hmm. has such a big like folk community too. So yeah, just really started to get to know people in the local scene from there yeah 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 um what do you think came first for you like a a passion for like all things art like music and visual art and all that sort of creative stuff or would you say like a passion for writing and content creation or do you think those sort of came hand in hand 
Uh, I think first just being like a fan and uh, appreciating uh, music and art that definitely came first. It was always Mm -hmm. like a big part of my life to uh, experience music and everything. Um, I guess I always loved writing though as as a kid and um, right through school, like English was my favorite subject. And then going to university, I majored in English and a minor in, in theater and film. So I always did love to write as well. Um, and then I think it wasn't until maybe like starting the blog um, when I graduated in 2011, um, starting I Heart Hamilton was cool because it kind of pulled together all of my interests that were already there like throughout my life. So like live music and, and music and art and then also getting to write and have that creative outlet uh, after mm-hmm. graduating. Um, and then also just like the internet and social media. I've always, uh, as soon as I could get on the internet, I was like, making like blogs and little websites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was always like back in like the MySpace days and, and being on kind of whatever social media was available was always an interest of mine. So that it all kind of, they all kind of came together, which was cool. Yeah. 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 Um, what did you picture your career being like as a kid and like growing up? Uh, was it anything close to what you're doing now? Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever was really too sure what I wanted to do. I think um, I remember when I was like a kid growing up watching like much music and stuff. I remember like wanting to be a much music VJ and like think about stuff like that. I always loved um, interviews. I loved watching and listening to interviews. So it's interesting that I ended up doing the radio show. I never would have thought that, but I always really did love interviews in that format. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe something with, with writing because I did like to write, but I really wasn't wasn't too sure uh, what I was going to do after after graduating. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was really uh, just starting the blog just kind of like sparked a lot of interest and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, what college or university did you go to and what did you study? Yeah, I went to Mc- McMaster and uh, yeah, it was English and uh, majored in English and a minor in theater and film. So that was kind of right. like my, the only thing I really wanted to do coming out of high school. I loved English and drama class. So that was yeah. like a, a no-brainer for me when I wanted to to choose what I wanted to fit. study. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you enjoy that program, and what do you feel as though what was like the best lesson that you took away from it? Uh, I think it was just great to be like exposed to so many different types of work, like so many books and plays that I wouldn't have otherwise maybe found on my own, which was really cool, and and getting to think critically about them and being. Um, assigned to write all, so many essays and everything and, and thinking about what's it like an original idea that I can say about this work that hasn't already been discussed was always a, a good challenge and trying to th- think more critically about things. I think that was really cool. It was a, definitely uh, a challenge to be exposed to lots of different types of work. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we also got to doing theater classes too. We had to like perform lots of skits and stuff too. And that was a challenge to like, work in groups and and memorize lines and present things that was um good experience too and getting to to speak in front of people yeah oh yeah, yeah definitely um when did the idea for i heart hamilton begin and how long has i heart hamilton been a thing yeah so this this may it'll be 11 years which is so crazy yeah, wow. yeah it was may of 2011 um, That's awesome. And it started, yeah, it was like, there were a few girls uh, that I became friends with at McMaster. Um, we initially started it together uh, in the summer of, starting in May of 2011. And it was initially just this like summer project between us. 
um, before we all went our separate ways. They, they all had different career goals and things like that. Um, and we had such a good time with it. Um, and then they all moved on to different things. And I saw the potential to keep going. And I, it just sparked so much uh, passion in me that I wanted to continue it. And I think for me, I, I thought of the like the tagline is be a tourist in your own city. So it was just that idea of like, um, from Hamilton, but how much you know, do I even know about my own hometown and um, wanting to become kind of reinvested in the city and, and see it with fresh eyes and, and make a list of places that I'd never been to, uh, or even that I had been to and, and see it again. And that's kind of how it started. And I think especially being stuck in like the school mode for so long, uh, just really wanted to, to do something fun. And uh, it also gave that that outlet to keep writing. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there. It made sense to like document the adventures uh, as we go. And uh, it really grew from there. And it was great to connect with Hamilton too. I didn't know I would be uh, met with such uh, enthusiasm and people who loved the city so much. So that was a really great uh, surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's yeah. the blog look like initially? Uh, it was just a, a Tumblr uh, first. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, pretty basic getting to, um, we would like go places and then write about it pretty much immediately, have it up right away. And in the beginning, it was just about populating that blog and, and doing as much as possible. Um, and then eventually I, I had moved, I moved it over to, to WordPress where it is now and made it look a little bit more like a website. Um, and also like the social media component was really important early on. And, um, Twitter and Hamilton was really uh, getting going and, and being a, a hot spot with that hashtag Hamont, people were really conversing. And so social media was always like a really part, good uh, part to integrate into the blog and a good way to connect with people. And it really kind of grew from there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, out Just out of college, um, when you created Our Heart Hamilton and like all of that, that just started. Um, where did you go with your like journalism and like a little writing career after that? Did you did you start freelancing with places? Um, in the beginning, no. I after graduating, I just I worked. I was doing a retail. I worked in a bookstore for a while, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, wasn't too sure kind of career wise what I wanted to do. I knew that um, I heard Hamilton was just a, such a fun project, so that was definitely a great outlet to have. But I wasn't mm-hmm. too sure. Um, where it would lead at the time. And then the first uh, opportunity I got was in social media, um, mm-hmm. a local company here in Hamilton called The Generator. Um, they were, were hiring and they already had um, a blogger working for them as well. And then she recommended me um, and I joined them uh, in 2015. And that was my first kind of career experience in Hamilton where it was uh, getting to to know that even social media could be a profession. I didn't consider that before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was great to kind of show they knew kind of what I could do already on social media. So it was a nice fit um, to then try to uh, do social media for other people, which was a concept I hadn't done yet. And that was a really great fit and a great learning experience working with different types of people. And that mm-hmm. job ended up um, hiring uh, other fellow bloggers as well, which ended up being a really good fit. There was such a great community of, of bloggers that I had connected with in Hamilton. So it was great to, to then work with some of them uh, in a professional capacity too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, how, did, how do you find the local blogging, local journalism? How do you find that industry in general? And like from, from my opinion, from my point of view, at least, um, I find it like 
I mean, I think the industry in general, and then the more niche you go, obviously, the the rougher it is. But I find it's kind of hard to like cut your teeth in the industry and to really make your mark. Um, And I think especially, you know, when you talk about music and art, um, but then especially in like Canada, where there's a lot less of that, a lot less, you know, large publications to work with or things like that. Um, How was your experience um, with with the industry and I guess like, yeah, making your mark or like, yeah. Yeah, I think what was cool was like, I didn't know that I would be like entering into like such a great community here in Hamilton. And um, that was, yeah, in 2011, um, there were a lot of bloggers who all kind of popped up around the same time, which was cool. You Mm -hmm. had uh, Chanry doing The Hungry Gnome, which was a food blog, Um, Heather Hamilton Small Fries, another food blog. You had Biliana doing Cut From Steel, a music blog. Uh, Thomas doing Rebuild Hamilton, Seema, This Must Be the Place, and Jessica, Not My Typewriter. It was a great little community, and we were all kind of had our niches, which was neat. And then coming together um, to connect was so cool. We were all really kind of just organically exploring the city, and and people enjoyed following the blogs around that time. And, and it's still true it's up until now. People like um, reading those local stories. So it was a great community in Hamilton. I think that was like... Um, something I didn't know I would be entering into a really kind of supportive community and an engaged online community who really appreciated hearing uh, these local stories. So that was really cool. Um, and then probably the first kind of like professional experience I had was um, writing a blog, a few guest blogs for Tourism Hamilton. Um, they had their own uh, column where they had a few of us guest bloggers um, writing kind of our from our viewpoints from our different niches. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, I think it was just really organic, organic start for sure. We were all just kind of plugging away, working hard to explore the city and we were all kind of just doing it for the love of it. Um, and it really grew from there. Yeah. It felt very like Hamilton's a big city, but it also had that really tight knit, uh, supportive community, which was cool. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like a hybrid between a city and a small town. Yeah, for sure. Especially, yeah, within the music and arts community, too. Like, if you're involved, you're going to start to know people and and go to shows and you you start to, you know, you know who's going to be there. So it's a nice uh, welcoming in that way. Oh, yeah. And everybody's connected somehow. It's uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So did you did you ever get into the sort of like freelancing area of um, of the industry? Did you ever kind of work with different publications and things like that? Um, a little bit. I've got to do some freelance writing. It wasn't um, a huge part of what I did like for work. I, I did go down the way of uh, social media and digital marketing, but mm-hmm. the tours in Hamilton uh, was a great opportunity early on. And um, I did one article for Hamilton Magazine, which was fun. Got to do one of their um, holiday gift guides one year. Um, yeah, I think that was kind of the, the main thing for, for freelance writing. Um, and now with CFMU, after joining the radio, they also have a, a blog. So now continuing to this day, I've contributed yeah. a few articles to CFMU's blog. So that's kind of been um, on the writing side of things. Yeah. So what what do you think it is? Um, what, what do you think is so special about social media and creating communities? Um, because, you know, um, obviously our heart Hamilton is very, you know, social media based and, you know, as a social media, you know, marketer like yourself and blogger, um, it's kind of your specialty. And what do you think it is about it that 
yeah, helps helps connect people, that helps create communities and that helps sort of yeah, that that brings people brings people that love that have love for similar interests like, you know, the music and arts scene, local music and arts in Hamilton. Um what do you think? What do you think it is about yeah. that? Yeah, I think Hamilton yeah, it was so special for that. Like I was saying just uh in 2011 that, that was really kind of I think a real turning point in, in like the arts and culture scene in Hamilton. I attended my first art crawl then and um Hamilton was really starting to be on the map. So mm-hmm. social media was such a great way to connect and uh Hamilton Twitter was really emerging then. You had someone like Joey Coleman, fantastic uh free freelance journalist um, with his own platform. And he was like really uh, behind that Hamont hashtag. And, and it was such a great little community. You could just hop on and be like, oh, hey, Hamont, like who's heading to our crawl tonight? And you, people would re- reply to you. It was such a nice little community. And uh, it was a great way to document things along with the blog, just getting to, to show things in real time, whether it was being at a show and, and tweeting out a, a clip of what was going on or something like Supercrawl was so fun to be able to share share things in real time. Um, and it, people really uh, responded to that. And it was such a great way also to find about what was going on in Hamilton. Um, that was like the primary source Twitter and Instagram to find new businesses popping up in the city, new bands. Um, it's still like my go-to to to see what's going on in the city, and and uh, people of Hamilton are just so supportive. So when they see something new pop up, they really rally behind it, which is great. Um, and then also from like a, a critical perspective too, people can really um, hold people accountable, or whether it's like local politicians and, and keeping an eye on what's going on. I think social media is such a a great tool for that in real time we can really keep the, keep track of what's going on yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um how did you go about branding i heard hamilton and i guess like also branding Kristen archer because you kind of it's kind of simultaneous yeah. um and what did you what did you want i heard hamilton to say yeah, that's a good question i don't think i really did like develop pretty organically i don't think i really yeah. Um, thought too much. I mean, with just the name, I heard Hamilton, people really responded to that right away. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I always wanted it to be uh, a super like accessible thing to read, a really kind of friendly experience, um, which is like me as well, just like an inviting kind of conversational place. Like it is a blog at the end of the day. So people um, got to know me um, along with the city, what I was writing about, but it also wasn't about me at the same time. Like I, I never really got too personal on the blog, but it was just mm-hmm. Um, people knew it, it was me uh, going around the city. People started to recognize me, uh, which was strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it really just grew organically. I, I didn't think too much um, other than kind of keeping it consistent for sure across social media platforms, keeping that that the visual branding and everything like that and wanting it to be super colorful and, and just accessible and and also wanted to cover um, as much as I could. So not just music, but making sure I explored lots of different things um, and that people knew they could reach out about all different art forms in the city or different businesses that I wanted to cover food and theater and, and comedy um, and really kind of stretch as far as I could. So that that was always one, what I wanted to be uh, included in that kind of branding too, that it was like, I, I heard all kinds of things uh, in the city and, and wanting to hear from people. Um, that was always important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you find made you stand out um, in the Hamilton art scene? What do you think really uh, contributed to the following that you have today? 
Uh, I think it was just like a lot of work in, in just like attending so many things and really getting out there and, and making those connections. I always say like as much as the online platform um, was so important, but those offline connections were so important too. Like it wasn't enough mm-hmm. just to share what was going on or promote um, events online, but also attending. I mean, obviously you can only attend so much, but but really kind mm-hmm. of being in the room and present and, and going up to people if I knew, oh, this person... Um, owns a studio in Hamilton. Let's go up and introduce myself and let them know what I do. And it really grew from there. Like once you start um, putting yourself out there and making those connections, um, you never know where they'll they'll lead. So like some of those early connections, um, I wouldn't have anticipated maybe working with that person on a professional level um, years later. So I think that was such an important part of it was um, really connecting uh, in person and and showing. Um, yeah, my dedication to the local scene was always really important and, and my enthusiasm for it. I think that was um, just as important as as building the online side of things. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, when did you start noticing a trend upwards in your following? When did you start to feel like, oh, this is getting big? Um, I don't know if I really did. I think uh, it really was such an organic thing and then the years okay. just kind of rolled by. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if there was any kind of particular moment or anything. Uh, it was there was okay. the Hamilton Music Awards uh in 2015. I I won for um Media Person of the Year in 2015 and online platform in 2016. That was super yeah. cool. That was like a little Hamilton institution, but Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it definitely just like an organic thing and and I just met more and more people and um the kind of the circle just grew and and I really appreciated all the connections. I think that was just the main thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything, um, any sort of like reward or opportunity that you got besides those two awards that you just mentioned, which are fantastic. Um, any sort of, yeah, opportunity that you were awarded that, um, really made you feel like, Oh wow. Like, you know, I, I have a presence here. I'm somebody who, you know, like this is, this is, you know, doing very well. I heard Hamilton is really getting somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if there's like one particular thing. I think maybe just mm-hmm. um, people reaching out to me more and more about different things. And um, I've got to be on like some different panels in the city. Um, Hamilton Music Awards was one and, and um, City of Music. I've hosted a panel before and um, yeah, like different opportunities like that were really cool to know that people wanted to hear from me as like an authority on certain things or um, or just reaching out with like general questions and, and knowledge um, yeah, I got to lead a couple tours in the city uh, for McMaster. There were new students coming in and I got to collaborate with Mac, uh, taking some incoming students around downtown Hamilton. Um, there was one opportunity a few years back where the um, president of the Brooklyn Chamber of Commerce came up to Hamilton and me and a fellow blogger Thomas from Rebuild Hamilton got to give him a tour. So stuff like that where people um brought opportunities my way that knowing that I I had a knowledge of the city and wanted to hear from me. So stuff like Mm -hmm. that has been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think uh, you make a living with I Heard Hamilton and all the work that you do. Um, So the the blog uh, and social media presence, like that's never made any money. That's just sort of always been uh, for the love of it. Um, Mm -hmm. After I, had that job at the generator doing social media, I had transitioned into um, independently 
doing social media kind of freelance for different people. So at that point, okay. um, any work that I did kind of I put under the the iHeart Hamilton banner, whether that was right. like a, a freelance writing like article or, or a social media client. So that mm-hmm. was kind of interesting where I was able to pivot um, the brand like the, the blog and the the social media was still just like the enjoyment of it. But I was able to use kind of that name as as like my just a, a sole proprietor, freelance person um, that could do different things, whether it was for like a public speaking thing or, or writing or social media. So that that was a neat thing. Um, but as of now, in 2022, I actually have a full-time job um, still in the music realm. Um, I work with a local company, Otur Research, that are a music uh, PR, um, digital marketing and project management company. So that mm-hmm. stemmed from one of those uh, opportunities um, for going from like social media and then into getting to work with these guys now. Fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. Was it always a goal to live at least somewhat independently off of your own work? I think so. I think I knew maybe early on that I wasn't uh, necessarily built for like a nine to five type of thing, but mm-hmm. it's definitely hard to to find your way and, and see where you fit in with that. Um, definitely like with the social media jobs, I, I appreciated how flexible they were. Um, even at the the agency, it was like you know flexible enough that we we did lots of different tasks throughout the day, and we did, weren't like stuck in an office all the time. So I think that was always important to me that I could have a good kind of balance, and um, and also having a job that could still be a lot of fun for me as well, um, and a way to to tie in my interests. So social media uh, definitely was great for that, getting to to bring together whether it was a, a client related uh, to music and arts or getting to write or create content that was always like fun. So it doesn't feel so much like work when you get to do stuff that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's like the main focus of I Heart Hamilton today? What would you say is like the biggest areas that you're passionate about that you focus on? um, What sort of things do you promote the most? Like what do you think is your main focus? Uh, I think, but I guess music would always be like the main focus, like early on, um, music became a a big part of it. And I started like the monthly playlist, uh, right from that first month or so. Um, and exploring the local music scene has always been really important and it's been really, uh, rewarding over those, you know, 10 years to really document and see bands come and go. And it's nice to have that, that record of Mm -hmm. bands and music in the city and, and the radio show, um, started in 2013 at, at CFMU and that became such a huge component of it too, having that, that podcast audio component. Um, and yeah, it always uh, was so rewarding to be able to connect with local artists and, and give them a platform. Cause um, like yourself too, at CF at, uh, Mo, at the Hawk, uh, we, you know, local artists really appreciate that and, and need that platform, especially for emerging artists. There's only so many outlets um, in Hamilton that they can go to. So really seeing, the need for that and how important it was and how much it means to bands to, to hear themselves on the radio and, and to be spotlighted or on a playlist or on social media or whatever it is. I think that's always maintained um, such a huge rewarding part of this for me. So that's something that I'll always continue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of like local musicians uh, who do you want to list off a few that you've had your eye on recently and that you're like, you're really into and that you think deserve more spotlight than they currently do? 
Yeah. Um, some of my favorites, I mean, Basement Revolver, I always think I'm so proud of that band. I think mm -hmm. I met them like super early on and to see how they've really continued to, to grow and evolve right up till, till now, their new album they just put out, Embody, I think is so fantastic. So it's neat to to see a band in, in such early stages years ago and uh, to see where they are now. Like that's such a cool thing to, to know that you kind of observed a band, you know, from the ground up. Uh, I could say the same for Elevator. I love the, their new era as a band, and they have a new album coming out. Huge fan of them. Um, I love checking out emerging artists. Oh, the Crowleys, another big fan uh, mm -hmm. of those guys. Um, I always loved Scott Orr and what he developed with his own label, Other Songs. And he has a great podcast now, too. And he really built that roster. And um, he celebrated 10 years as well. So that was neat to kind of grow alongside him. Um, I love learning about different types of music. I think Hamilton um, has a great underground hip hop scene too. I got to meet um, Paolo Leon and their label, um, and then You Die with a great collective of artists that I got to know in recent years, uh, putting out some great stuff. Uh, yeah, there's lots of artists I have my eye on, and that's really exciting. There's always new ones popping up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, those are all some like amazing, amazing bands, and uh, it's super cool to see so much talent out of the city. Yeah. It makes you so excited. Um, so, you know, as somebody who grew up in Hamilton, um, I I'm curious to pick your brain a little bit about like the history of the scene and what you've seen changed over the years and especially over the last 11 years doing I Heart Hamilton. Um, you know, I'm somebody who uh, just came here for school in like 2016 around that. And so, you yeah. know, um, as, as much as I've, you know, learned about the city, I, I really don't have that history with it. Um so what would you say it looked like, or like the, the Hamilton music and art scene specifically, what do you think it looked like um, when you were growing up, just sort of emerging into it, starting to go to local shows? Um, what was it like? What kind of acts were you seeing? What kind of genres were out there? Um, what was the community like? All of that good stuff. Yeah, I think um, probably the first um, venues that I went to would have been Absinthe um, in its old location on, on mm -hmm. King Street. Um, I think of that place uh, for their DJ nights and their live music. So especially uh, the Motown nights uh, on Wednesday night were those mm -hmm. legendary dance parties. And uh, on Saturdays, they had uh, the nights I Say Disco, You Say Punk, where it would be um, a raging dance party in that sweaty basement. And then upstairs, there would be a band and it could be anything from like indie rock to like a screamo band. And you could, I loved that you could like go between floors and have that. Uh, that different experience and I could like escape the dance floor and like go see a band <laughs> that cool. was always um, such a highlight um, mm -hmm. and Che in Hess Village very early on was um, a spot for me to see DJs and some like more acoustic stuff as well uh, I think of uh, the DJs rock stars for hire uh, DJing at Che uh, those were always really fun nights um, definitely some I guess venues along Hess Village as well like Lazy Flamingo and um that that was fun on certain nights to be able to like pop around to different spots. Um, yeah, I think of those DJ nights. Um, and then from there, just like so many, there were so many great venues, unfortunately, that we've lost. Like Baltimore House is still remains one of my favorite places ever in Hamilton. That was such a unique and important venue. 
um, on King William, and you also had Homegrown Hamilton, which is on the same street. So between those two, um, you would have like open mic nights, you would have karaoke nights, DJ nights. It was such a good variety and um, like welcoming spaces. And then eventually Absinthe moved uh, to King William as well, which is still there now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about our crawl really early on and that sense of community, um, just being able to head out and, and the St. Hollywood, of course, we've got to mention them, uh, which is now gone too, unfortunately, um, over the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just kind of heading out into an art crawl night was such a cool vibe because you never really know. You you could like go by yourself and then run into like so many people along the way and yeah. um, and super crawl as well. I think of those early super crawls, especially mm-hmm. in just um, exploring, you know, all night long, you could hop around and see so much. That was always such a fun thing about Hamilton was that there's always something going on. Casba, of yeah. course, still going strong. Um, so yeah, I think about all the the different venues. Um, unfortunately, like when I think back now, we've, you know, we've lost some of them, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So I hope that we can kind of rebuild a little bit of that going forward, especially um, coming out of the pandemic. But I definitely remember just kind of hopping around and you could go to like multiple things in one night and, and see people, just that that great sense of community that's always been here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think makes Hamilton unique when it comes to their music and arts scene? Maybe like comparatively to Toronto or even like smaller places. But what do you think really is unique about Hamilton? Yeah, I think, well, I can really only like speak to Hamilton. It's the only place I really kind of um, study to more carefully. But I think just the the diversity of, of talent that's here. I think people maybe think of um, Hamilton as like a rock and roll town. Of course, we have a huge history of, of rock and, and so much punk history here with, you know, Teenage Kicks and Forgotten Rebels, um, big bands in the scene. But we also have such a great um, folk and, and singer-songwriter scene. Those were some of the musicians that I connected with early on as well. Um, and yeah, real diversity of, of sound. And like I said, that the great underground hip-hop scene um, there's some great music coming out of a lot of young talent now in Hamilton that I'm discovering. It, it's a real mix uh, of genres, which is really cool. And I think compared to like a big city like Toronto, like it does have, it's less competitive. It has that more um, tight-knit community. You'll see musicians like watching each other play, going to, going to each other's shows and connecting and collaborating um, there's so many studio spaces in Hamilton, which is really unique. Um, really, we have so many studios uh, in one music community, and, and that brings about new sounds as well. So mm-hmm. it's a real mix of talent for sure. And I think we have maybe more than any um, other city in the area, like probably um, the amount of musicians here compared to other cities, I think would be pretty impressive compared to other cities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think in general could be improved about the local music and art scene in Hamilton? Yeah, I think like even before the pandemic, I thought about this, like how do we get more people to go to shows? I think um, mm-hmm. we have like the, those of us who are like dedicated and, and love going to shows and you know, you, you can show up and expect to see those people there at shows. But there's been so many nights where, you know, I'm at a show and it's like half full and you think, mm-hmm. oh, I wish more people were here. I wish more kind of maybe the general public like took a chance on yeah. club shows and, and emerging artists. I think Hamilton, like people will go to like if there's a big touring act um, coming to, to Cops Coliseum or something like that. But are, are we investing enough 
generally in in the local talent and um, mm-hmm. will people take a chance and you know pay 10 bucks and go see a band that they don't know and discover something new like that's always been um a question for me is how do we get people going to shows and i've booked um some shows as well in, in different venues and that's always been the challenge i think how do we get people in the door and and seeing the importance of the shared experience of live music that's something that uh, i still don't have the answer to but uh that's yeah the biggest challenge that I think of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly do you think has been damaged um, since like COVID nineteen, since the beginning of the pandemic? Um, what kind of effects do you think it's had on the music and art scene? And what do you think is going to be the long lasting damage um, from you know from the restrictions, from just the nature of a pandemic and with crowds yeah. and everything? Um, you know, obviously it's, you know, hurt, hurt the music industry as a whole across like, you know, every, every country across the world. Um, but what do you think it means specifically for Hamilton? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, even before the pandemic, we lost uh, some some venues and kind of continued to lose some spaces throughout the pandemic, which is such a shame to see. Um, so that might be something that we need to rebuild, um, going forward and, and, making sure that bands always have that opportunity to play live. I know it's been hard being kind of back and forth with restrictions and things. Um, yeah, I think really fostering that that live music scene is going to be so important, especially after bands not being able to play for so long and, and that being um, such a main source of income for musicians for touring and playing live is so important for to make money and also to have that experience. Um, so I think we're going to have to rebuild like that live aspect and community. Um, and yeah, I think it, it's a hard thing to navigate with indoor shows and everything like that, making sure people feel comfortable going to shows again. Um, so that's something that will probably takes some time just because it it is still so unpredictable, like the pandemic mm-hmm. isn't over. So um, having to navigate that hopefully we can get back to like some outdoor things and and see like maybe a festival happen like a super crawl again and be outside so it's safer um yeah it's going to be hard and i think making sure yeah bands have those opportunities is going to be the main thing Mm -hmm. i think really the answer is just that we need everyone to kind of be working together on this you know what i mean whether it's bands and audience members and venues and everything we all need to kind of you know come together and do what's necessary to protect everybody and to continue these shows, you know, in the safest yeah. way possible. And obviously, yeah, there's, there's so much more we can do when the weather's nice, but then as soon as it gets cold, it's like, it's just a whole other set of problems. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you hope for the future of the Hamilton music and arts scene? Yeah, I hope to see like a continued or uh, uh, even more support for music in the arts, like even from like the highest levels in the city. I know that like, there's Hamont Music and something like that it, that's um, coming from the city of Hamilton. I hope they really continue and, and step up and invest in music and the arts, whether that's like providing more resources or support, maybe like could be more grants or things like that, different, like maybe relief um, during the pandemic, especially maybe helping to provide opportunities to, to support the music community um, mm-hmm. and making sure that musicians can continue to live in, and work in Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton needs to be an affordable city, which, you know, it increasingly isn't, which is um, a, such a sad thing. You know, we want to make sure that 
artists and musicians can continue to to live and work here. And, um, you know, the artists are what put Hamilton on the map and made it cool, you know, made James Street North this go-to place and art crawl and everything. So we need to remember that and, and keep keep those artists here and, and make sure no one gets pushed out. I think um, having an infrastructure to help support musicians um, is such an important thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, what do you think we as like everyday arts consumers and supporters can do to help improve the scene? Yeah, I think, yeah, continuing to take a chance uh, on emerging bands is so important. You know, mm-hmm. obviously it's hard to, to get to everything, but doing what we can to um, explore local music and, and see who's out there, um, whether it's um, once you discover them, you know, buying something on, on Bandcamp or a piece of merch or going to see them. I think investing your your time and, and your money where you can is so important and 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 following local artists, you know, reaching out and connecting with them and you know that that all helps them, you know, build their engagement and following. So I think just being an an active um listener and, and participant in the local music scene is so important and it's such a rewarding thing too, you know, like we said watching a band grow like someone like Basement Revolver started um very early on and watching them grow and getting bigger opportunities and seeing bands uh, grow is such a rewarding thing. So I think it's, it's super fun to, to get involved and get to know people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, what do you think? Oh, <laughs> sorry. One sec. Um, what can we look forward to seeing from you? Sorry. Oh yeah, it's okay. Um, what can we look forward to seeing from you in general? So like, do you have, Projects oh, coming me. up. Do you want to plug? Yeah, like just you know, a little time to plug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the, the radio show uh, is on 93.3 CFMU. That um, airs Fridays 2 to 3 p.m. And you can listen back on CFMU's site as well or on the blog at ihearthamilton.ca. Um, yeah, that's been uh, kind of the, the main main through line of definitely during the pandemic and stuff. You can always expect new episodes of the show and mm-hmm. always... Um, have my ear to the ground. It's a great source for, for local music. And if any musicians want to reach out as well, I'm always happy to hear, hear from you and hear local music. So I really enjoy doing that and, and providing that, that platform for musicians. Um, yeah. Music's definitely been, the, been the main thing that I have my eye on for sure in the city. Yeah, totally. Well, you know, everybody listening, you should definitely go check out Kristen's radio show on, again, McMaster CFMU. It's Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. Yeah, and go follow Kristen on Instagram under Tourist Metaphor and on most other socials under I Heard Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, that was the unfortunate thing. I I had uh, I Heard Hamilton Instagram, but it got uh, disabled by Instagram in like December. I saw that. That's Um, insane. And now... Yeah, so no luck so far getting it back. So now I'm just kind of casually using Instagram, but I am on Twitter as well at, at iHeartHamilton. Uh, keeping an eye go. on things over there. And, and TikTok is iHeartHamilton. That's been a new, fun development. <laughs> Perfect. And of course, yeah. check out her blog under iHeartHamilton, of course. Um, yeah, like what what happened? What, what didn't Instagram like? I don't, they didn't give anything specific. It was something about uh, community guidelines and it just huh. locked me out and I the appeal that I sent through hasn't uh, nothing's happened yet so I'm not sure I've yeah. heard about this happening more and more with people getting 
um, locked out. So I don't know what happened there, but I am grateful yeah. at least to still have the blog and, and the decades worth of explorations uh, is is documented there and on all the other platforms as well. So yeah, not all is seems, lost, luckily. <laughs> yeah, it seems like kind of like a robot generated like an algorithm thing, you know, that it censored something and then it yeah. just like without That's even, weird. you know, there's it seems like there's no like human checking that out, you know, yeah, which sucks. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you think uh, you trying to still get that uh, handle back? Yeah, I'll try it. I don't know if I've kind of made peace with it now. It's too bad. Well, at least I had it for 10 years. And now, um, yeah, now I can just kind of use it a bit more casually. But yeah, 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 not sure what will happen with that. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, you go support her right now at Tourist Metaphor. And yeah, yeah, thank you so much for coming on here and talking to me. This is really fun. And uh, yeah, I've always wanted to uh, sit down and have a little interview with you. This is really cool. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, great to connect. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, be at a show soon. Yeah, totally. And uh, I definitely want you on my radio show as well. So uh, yeah, thank you for everything. And uh, you have a great night. Awesome. Thanks so much, Sarah.